podcasting sessions with Lydia are a wonderful, calm experience. If you've considered it, you really should give it a go. Apologies in advance for my story, because it is almost the polar opposite of a calm experience. I don't know how to write this without sounding immensely sorry for myself, so I'm going to be fairly blunt and matter-of-fact. Apologies and perhaps a trigger warning for anyone who suffers from anxiety or depression. A long while ago, I was the unfortunate recipient of a surgeon experimenting with her labiaplasty technique. I was young, naive, and just blindly assumed that she knew what she was doing when she confidently proclaimed she hadn't done many operations with this new technique, but she knew it to be better. She filled me with confidence because she was female and told me I didn't need the surgery, therefore she wouldn't remove too much of my labia. She painted herself as a feminist. I felt safe. Her admin assistant pushed me, called me twice a day for three days, to get the most expensive treatment, saying she would want her daughter to do the same. It was £1,000 more than the price I had been quoted, and was to be in an operating theatre. I chose to be awake because it was £500 more expensive to go under general anaesthetic. The nurse who held my hand and talked to me the whole way through was a total babe, and I'll remember her forever. I thought the price I had paid included a night in the hospital. However, after about one hour's rest, I was told to leave. Walking was painful, and the taxi ride even more so. The bleeding was supposed to stop after a few days, so when I was still bleeding after five days, I called the hospital. The surgeon told me to come and show her. There was a hole in my right labia, which she said would heal over. It never did. It healed as a whole. She said she would repair it, so I went for the surgery a second time. This time, I was rushed into a small doctor's office, sat in a chair with my legs up, and she just gave me numbing cream. She was starting to poke around down there, but it was painful as hell. I had to ask for local anaesthetic, which made her visibly irritated. I started crying because everything was happening quickly. She said, Are you done? Can I continue? I nodded, and she spent a whole five minutes working on me. The exact same thing happened again. She said the hole needed to heal as a whole before she could try and fix it a third time. Safe to say, I didn't want her anywhere near me after the last time. I spent the next two-plus years with a hole in my labia. I hardly had sex. The one person I had sex with I told a lie to. I said I used to have a piercing there, but it had ripped. Usually quite extroverted, I became immensely introverted. Eventually, I got in touch with the hospital and asked them to please provide me with another surgeon who could rectify her mistake. I had been suicidal a few times during the two years and I wanted to feel better, for my family mainly, so I was ready to try anything to build my confidence back up. This time, I was given a male surgeon who said, I would have taken all of your labia off. He asked me, did I want him to take it off? I said no, I wanted the hole fixed. He said he would try, but that if it didn't work, he urged taking all of the labia off as it didn't look like I had had labiaplasty. I mentioned I didn't want to look like I had had labiaplasty, at which he asked, why not? The hospital is paying me, so I'm happy to do surgery on you twice. The 
third surgery came around. This time I asked to be given general anaesthetic. I woke up hopeful, but again was asked to leave the hospital after only a few hours. My hopes were unfortunately shattered. As you can see, the hole still remains, and this time I ended up with a second, smaller hole above the original hole that didn't exist before the third surgery. I haven't had sex for a long, long time. I've stopped caring about myself almost entirely. I drink to feel happy, but it only makes me angry. I do wonder how anyone could ever love me. I don't date. I don't feel confident when I speak. I feel like everyone knows and they all think badly of me. I realise how much of this is subconscious, but even with therapy I've found myself stuck in the same thought patterns. One day, I will afford a superstar surgeon who will fix the hole. But in the meantime, if my story can help change someone's life, I truly hope it does. I recently had a cervical smear, and I asked the nurse if she had ever seen anything like it. She said no, and she had seen thousands of vulvas. Lying to people constantly about the state of your happiness because you can't tell them why you're depressed is tiring, and often I scare myself with my thoughts. I lied a bit to Lydia when getting this cast. It's easier to pretend something doesn't bother you if you're stuck with it. If anyone has had anything similar happen and wants someone to talk to, I would love to be there for you. Lydia knows my details and I would be happy for her to pass them on. Continue the amazing work, Lydia.